0: Was was poppin'. This is Mom Susan from Joyful Share. I got it with a new episode. So la the episode and um usually make episode that uh, that I get the utterance and the wisdom to share out my words and compile them in such a way that it may be a life blessing, life flow life full blessing to you and that your hearts also get uh, prepared to hear the word that is about to be shared. Joyful shares <laughs> anyways as a inakonga my experiences as a it's also what God ministers to me and also it is um sharing Zakawaida baby on life based matters. So this this particular episode uh, is more of uh, an experience and also also some of the things that God has been ministering to me beforehand and also what I used also during this experience it's also a sharing of how I felt during the experience maybe it might be an encouragement to you an enlightenment to you and I hope it it, it stirs up something to in your spirit and with your soul one way or another so without taking much time Episode, you grab your headsets you grab your earphones, you grab your, uh, your kamutu, uh, get someone also to enjoy these uh, episodes. I thank you so much for taking your time to just listen to this and let's get on with it. So For the first time in my life, I, I preached uh, at my church and um, I remember sort of King on what am i going to share with these guys and um i first i wanted i don't even remember what i wanted to share at uh, in, in the beginning excuse me um but i ended up sharing on grace and how um it's still enough you know there's one it's one thing to share that um god's grace is sufficient yeah and uh, according to what Paul was writing in the book of Romans, he was talking about how, even in our weakness, there's no sin that can be so great that God's grace cannot reach anyone. But uh, to be honest, in as much as not even in in the context of sin, just even in even when they, there's the absence of sin, God's law of grace and uh, and truth, the the law of life and liberty. Is still uh, sufficient to our lives, and you know, in other in other versions, it talks about how this law of liberty and 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 um, liberty and liberty and life is also referred to as grace. Why I say <clears> this <throat> is still sufficient is because um, nemahuape in Atosha because the more you focus on um the person who's supplying this grace, the more your faith g- gets grounded in it, because this will still go uh, make us go back to the question of what is our faith anchored on, and it will af- actually have you question um, why did you choose Jesus as your personal savior, why did you choose to believe in him, and why did you choose to enter into the kingdom, because, um, with this question, it will lead to you asking, what is the motive of you believing in Jesus Christ? Is it because of the benefits and the blessings and the privileges that come with you getting born again and you entering into the kingdom of heaven? Or is it because you understand the object of your faith? For a while, I've been um, sharing on my status and also on uh, different avenues and platforms is do you understand the object of your faith because that's where um we 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 actually analyze that's okay that's the the start point of where we are uh, we analyze um what faith is and what faith uh, really uh, entails because faith is not just merely believing in the things of god and his promises it's also believing god manure um, trusting him for his nature and character, his heart and mind for all, and his plans and purposes for us all. Um, because if you just bank on, um, the about of God, it's not enough to hold you even when your your faith is tested. By this I mean there will be moments. There will have to be moments where your faith will be tested. It not necessarily means when you're going through hard times. It's when people will live and question. Even you yourself will question circumstances will have you ask yourself, uh, why, 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 why him? Why not Buddha? Why not Muhammad? Why not Allah? Why is it that yours is different? Why do you have to hold on to that, you know? I'm sorry to bring those names up, but yeah. There will be moments where you'll be questioning why why do you believe what you believe and your motive is usually um is usually fed by your belief system so again what is your belief system and you knowing you knowing what your belief system is anchored on is what will sustain you all through even when you don't see natural or spiritual gifts or spiritual blessings so um there was a time also during church one time, the lead pastor was talking about um, uh, the importance of knowing your source and your value system. Because your value system is all anchored onto your source. But most of us have anchored our feet onto the resource than the source because I don't know. I, I actually do not know why people bank on the resource more than the source. I think it's because of the supply and the satisfaction it gives for the moment. But truth be told, the resource is just temporary. It's good. Sometimes it can be good, but it's temporal. It It's, it's not lasting. It's not eternal. But the source itself is permanent and it's eternal. And we know the source of our faith is not in the blessings that we get, the privileges that we get. And all these other things. But it, it the source itself is God. Manure. That's where our faith should actually lie. And that's where the answer of. Why did you personally make Jesus your, your, your personal savior? And why are you into the kingdom? It's because. Um, you are having faith in the king. And not in the king's favor. Matthew 6.33 is a verse that everybody knows. But. But. Um, it's, it really does carry a lot of it. It says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you as well. It's the same kind of question when I oh, was when you're coming to feed you. The 5,000 were fed with, with uh, two, two fish and five loaves, five loaves of bread. This guy, the motive for their following in Jesus is because this guy could feed them. He could uh, heal their bodies. He could cast demons out of their lives. So, but if you look, like, microscope, this motive they had, it was mostly self-serving. And Jesus responds to sorry to them and tells them, um, um, uh, you, Yes, I'm after, but I'm only because of me, but because of the miraculous signs that you see, because you have eaten to your full. um, And then he says something really interesting. He says, See, don't work for food that spoils, but work for the food that endures to internal life, which is the Son of Man, uh, which the Son of Man atakupaya. On him, the Father has placed the his seal of approval. So... Uh previously, um no, not actually previously. Okay, and then, uh, with the particular chapter, you are yeah, John 6. Yeah our with alkumizar, okay, sour, uh, okay, then ni nini to nafalkufania. okay. Okay, okay, let me just say it in English. What must we do to do the works that God requires? Then Jesus and our Jibok the work, I want to say something, but let's just continue. He says, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Note, I'll say, the work, what should we do? What must we do? What must we do to do the works God requires? Then Jesus responds with them with, The work of God is this. How do you get plural? I mean, just that one thing. Do this one thing. Believe in the one he has sent. And then, again, it's like they missed the point. And I don't blame them because even as we do this. Then they go and say, what miraculous sign. Then will you give us that we may see it and believe you. Unana ya the thing, you looking for the resource more than you look for the the source itself. Then, must you do this miraculous outward thing? Or, uh, yeah, what can you give us? Yeah. So they ask him, What miraculous sign will you give that we may see it and believe you? Then they want to see first to believe. And see, it's kind of the same thing that we do nowadays. Other sa zingine, we they don't want to do to to admit it, but we do this from time to time. Then they ask him, "What will you do? Ninilo utafanya that we believe you." Uh, wasiyo tu wakitambo, wali go in the desert, and he gave them the bread of life. Then Jesus na eh wasi na mbe See Moses into Holy Babati yomkate the bread of uh, like manna the see Moses from heaven but ni babangum yew ali Ali Peana my dad my father is the one who gives you the true bread you know here again notice how Jesus is responding works Jesus the work of God anasema the bread Jesus responds with the father is the one who gives the true bread from heaven for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world leaving these guys at a confused state, like yo we were talking about the bread well later the true bread we are talking about the works you are bringing about the work of God and um, in the incense they are, they are saying to Jesus well if you're supposed to if if we are not supposed to follow this bread or fish, or anything else we get from you, then what are we supposed to do? And Jesus tells them simply, just believe in the one who the Father has sent. In other words, don't believe in the bread, don't believe in the fish, don't believe in the miracle, don't believe in these other things. Yeah, they're good. But don't put your faith in the activities of God because these things are temporal. Resources are temporal. He may not go the same way, you expect him to do because you know, I say, I say, okay, they likened the, the situation to how what happened with Kina Mose at that time, but yo, now nah, it's not that, um, it's not the same, it's not the same. God's purposes and will are not always completely visible in our limited mindsets or point of views, He's. His purposes and will are much greater than, uh, our personal circumstances and uh, and perspectives. Um. He 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 mostly calls us to, to to reason in such a way where he he wants you to trust in him more than his works. Atakamba, those people are like, atuku amini me, then he would tell them then Aminia his works. Yes, his works take you to a, um, a particular degree uh, in the sense you yeah, point to the person, but his works aren't the person. So he's like, okay, sir, so if you're not going to believe me, believe in the works that I do. Then from the works that you do, if you really truly seek them out, you actually see they're talking about the person who gives the the works, the things. I hope I've not lost you there, but I hope Ume nyelewa kidogo on what I've said that. In other words, he's like, okay, okay, if you're not going to believe me in the source, believe the resource, because he knows the resource will take you back to believing the source. But he tells you even before that, just niyami niyami me, and then you'll see how these other resources will fall into place. That's him shifting your motivation from the things to him and His nature because things will still change. Jesus has always told us to put his, put our faith in Him, put our faith in God of the things, not the things. My Father, my Father is the one who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is, who he, he, is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So the source is more important than the resource. All you need to do is to put your trust, obey, and and, and you put your trust and obey the person who has told you this is much better than anything else. Not obeying in the sense of you being a slave, but obeying in the sense of you know his word is true, his word is enduring, his word, he he keeps, he keeps his word and he tells you his words are better than life, yeah? So, and also his word, he never goes against his own word, he puts his word above his name. So, if God says he's going to rescue you, he, he's really serious about his word because his word will never come to him vo- come back to him void you know he takes his word really seriously so if he's going to if he says he's going to create in new clean heart and purify you and put a new heart of flesh and not of uh, or not and remove that uh, heart of stone and put inside that heart an incorruptible seed that when it grows it grows eternally bearing fruit and good fruit amen what it says it's his business to take care of you, not yours. And that's why, uh, before the Riyosiki uh, first, the kingdom, the, the verse 31 and 32 in the same, usi, usi or worrying, of being anxious of what you'll eat, what you shall drink, what you shall wear, he is in your say, when you are mini, when they have not put their trust in me. Your father, your heaven father knows what you need, even before you ask yeah babako anajua what you 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 think about what you eat what you'll eat what you'll drink where you'll go who you'll marry which guys or what job you'll do what will sustain you he knows. he knows he knows he knows but he tells you look unto me first look unto me as if it was not that are in place and i tell you and i tell you for real for real these things actually fall in place at sometimes, sometimes it may feel like they are not going, they are not gonna, they are taking too long. But the more you are like, you know what, my anchor is in the object of my faith, not on the things of the object of my faith. You will start seeing how these things fall in line, because goodness and mercy still follow you all the days of your life, because God is very true to His word, and then He never puts, I never anyone who trusts in Him. He never puts them to shame. Yeah? Run, You run to him and you're always safe. Your help comes from him. And see a TPR and a competition through some particular hurdles so that your faith is strengthened. No. No, 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 no. It's not even about that trials and tribulations. And these trials and tribulations do not come from him. Those are either choices of people or the works of the enemy. But God does not bring trials and tribulation. That's why right, uh, the word says, um, He does not bring the temptations, but He gives you a way out of those temptations, so that you may be able to come out of there as and, and smell as if you all call a You won't even smell of smoke. None, not even the hairs of your of your of your, on your head will come out burned, so that you may come out of them as a conqueror, more than a conqueror. And he tells you, do not fear. Do not be afraid for I have overcome. My gosh. So trials and temptations. God does not just allow them so that you can be strong emotionally. No. Those things will happen. But he's like, no, don't even focus on the storm. Focus on the person who is inside you and has given you the ability to rise above those stuff, even if they come. Yeah. That you, in Ile, it's, it's like, what now? what's his name, David was saying, you are like a tree planted by the streams, that even the waters do not take it down. Yeah? You shall not be moved. And that's what grace is. The Grace empowers you. Grace enables you. Grace puts you above all kinds of limitations, even your own limitations. Grace is Christ. Grace is not those things. Those are things that will follow suit. They're like Products of faith. I mean, of grace. Yeah. But grace, I I, I I saw this definition somewhere. Grace is unmerited, abounding provision of the unrestrained operation of God's unfailing or infinite love, if you like, that comes through Jesus Christ that works on behalf of mankind. Especially. Especially especially, especially those who depend on him. And I repeat it. Grace is just not unmerited favor. Grace is the unmerited abounding provision of the unrestrained operation of God's unfailing love that comes through Jesus Christ, that works on behalf of mankind, especially 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 those who depend on him so your faith is not just emptinessly believing in some spiritual and putting spirituality in it faith is believing in the person and putting your full trust dependence and confidence on the person who who carries that nature himself consistent to his nature John 1633. 3, 333 three, three, three. it says Jesus was telling people the all these things you know when he was on earth he was telling the people this stuff but because their spirits were not alive they were just dormant but when the spirit came uh he, those things that he talked about most of them you even see they start making sense even for his own disciples they' like oh my gosh now I get it I get it I get it I get it <laughs> they get it Because now the spirits have become woke. They have become alive. Because of Christ's resurrection, their spirits are now alive to receive what he was saying. And uh, Jesus kept on telling them, Atakama, they were not shikanesha. he was like, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world share and in 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 Matthew 724 I think uh, just if you can confirm this by with your own Bible it says um, everyone who hears these words of his and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house upon the rock the rain will come the stream will rise and the winds will blow. And they will beat upon this house or against this house if you are an English major. But this house will still not fall. Because it has its foundation on the rock. Everywhere. But, but when you have a skier, it's like when you have a foundation who when the rain will come, when the stream will rise and the winds will blow again and beat against this house, this thing will fall and crash. This is a very big emphasis on Aminia Menye Anakupati Grace, not the grace. <laughs> the things these things will follow as you Aminya the person who is the provider of this grace. Believe in the true bread that comes from heaven and when you feed on it, you receive life. He says I am the bread of life. Those who come to me, they will not be hungry and those who believe uh, and those who believe in me will never grow thirsty. Man, I just uh, over the years I've just really loved how God makes his own words to effect, like he brings it to Reality like Nika Ame Anna with time or even without time, you know. He unveils himself that how how kai Duanzi, or I'm thinking of another way to describe dance, you so that you don't look like an idiot, you know, in believing even to yourself, you don't look like an idiot. He he, he reassures of what his word is like and and confirms himself with the word in the sense that where he will even give scripture to interpret scripture so that you can see the areas that are types and shadows that are looking like mm-hmm. they're like a, a blood mirror and he makes them now become substantial those types and shadows become substantial the blood mirror you actually now see the thing for what it really what it truly really is and um he he he. too. i don't know how to explain this i can't even say i'm an expert at this but there's a way he makes it into a reality in such a way that i'm like what And he works hand in hand with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is just not even just some force. He is also a person. The Trinity is just an amazing office, eh? Which is known, which we we all know to be as God, the Godhead. I just love how they bring this reality to to fruition that there's nothing that can contest there's no other truth that can contest and say ah this is this is just some hearsay or some folk story or some good motivational speaking that has been there for years or philosophy that has worked for years this truth is uncomparable it's indescribable sometimes but it also can be described it knows how to defend itself sometimes you don't even have to defend you your you, 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 your job is just to trust and he will take care he, for sure for sure he will take care so when neema will always na bado itatosha when you think that you've exhausted it up utajua because that's where now it now comes in abounding it's like it's like a house with a fence and a compound. The more you reach towards the end of the fence, the more you discover that the fence keeps moving and moving. And when you look back, you're like, yo, there's a whole distance you've made, but still you've been enjoying throughout those that distance as you move towards the fence. You seem It, it, it may seem as though on a Caribbean fence, you look back, you see oh, you've made a, a, a distance, you look forward, the, the fence is still continuing, and you're like, you are always in the confines of God's grace, of God's grace. And, hey, that, and then, you know, every time you move around this, this compound that is fenced with grace, you, you, it's like you, you're diving into more, and more of his love. And you find yourself just responding to his love, a, hey. um, it's 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 a beautiful thing. I, I, I don't even think I can explore it to the much to the max because sometimes that if I try to wrap around it and trying being um, witty about this thing <laughs> because it's too much even for my own mind. My my it's too much. It's too much. My mind my mind can't even wrap around it because his love his love, cause okay, 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 Dissect grace, okay. Okay, Such about love. Okay, you parta. such love, when Aspect mercy, the 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 concept of mercy. When you look at the concept of mercy, you okay, the concept of righteousness. Okay, the righteousness. the concept of righteousness. Okay, the okay, okay, the concept of love. Hey, and then when you... Broody back to love... hope, And uh, when you're looking at hope... You find peace... Like yo... And it's, it surpasses all understanding... And that's why I'm like yo... The more you understand the object of your faith... The more you revere him... The more you... There's just that sense of honor... And from the sense of honor... In you, The more you revere God... It's like... You become wise... That's the highest form of maturity where well, now it's the word of God just governing your perspective choices and plans and purposes. You know, that is maturity. I remember in my in my in my primary school, there used to be the motto, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. Man, that thing has become real to me because it's it's scripture. The fear of the Lord, the more you get to know him, the more you get the epignosis. That's the Greek Greek words of, you know that you know, the revelational knowledge of God. The more you get to know him, the more you get to revere him. And the more you get to understand his plans, his purposes, also known as his will, that is no longer a mystery to those who believe and depend on him. It's no longer a mistress because he shows it freely he unveils to you freely he makes known to you freely that's grace that's grace and he will guide and order your steps he's the one who's taking care of you all you need to do is to just trust and obey uh there's so much to say on this i will skip saying it. there's so much i don't my my, my I feel like I'm not even doing this justice, but there's so much to say on this. Um, Yeah, so I must stop here. And um, hopefully in the next one, as he keeps ministering to my heart, I'll get to share with you guys. And hopefully one day when we get to meet with you people or any of you listeners, you share with me what God has been ministering to you. And unveiling and you know making help uh guiding and helping you as you want you learn and learn and and learn and learn and then learn and learn so yeah so i hope this episode was a good one for you and you've enjoyed it and it has encouraged you or made you feel like you need to do more research or you need to go Biryan as i like to put it or it makes you feel like this it gives you hope and it stirs up your soul with life and um no it feeds your soul with life and stirs up your spirit yeah with life so um i hope you enjoyed guess and i would like to thank you so much for tapping to the audio and giving it a listen until the end i know it was a long one but i I will try my best to keep them a bit shorter, but uh, may you remember that you're graced, you're blessed, and highly beloved. And this is where I say goodbye.